Hey, hey, hey. What to do, basketball fans? Hoop Dreams, they are back. NBA Finals around the corner, Conference Finals about to begin, have begun for my Celtics, even though it didn't go too well. Chikudi, how are you doing, my man? Um, uh, to be honest, not that great. You know, uh, four teams left in the bubble. Uh, my team is is not one of them, so uh, it definitely hurts. It hurts a little bit. Hey, I mean, if if you take some solace for it, as you told me, you did see this coming. Yeah. You able to like we don't have any proof of this because of course this is our first podcast in a week or two, but you did call it. You did say as soon as they came back in Game Six that you thought that that could be a wrap. But man, I'm I am still shocked. Waking up this morning, it still doesn't seem real that the Clippers Clippers are out. Nuggets, man, they are a different animal when it comes down to elimination games. Yeah, um, they had that experience. They they did it against Utah. They had been in two game sevens last year against the Spurs and the Blazers. So they knew what it takes. They knew what it took to to win a game seven. And I mean, we for the third straight game. In the second half, we just couldn't get open looks and we couldn't defend. You know, you scored 33 points in the entire second half. Yeah. Just 33 points in 24 minutes. There was a, a crazy start I found out when I was watching it. There was like the fifth minute before you scored your first field goal. And that was um, Jermichael Green, I believe. It wasn't even either of the um, either of the stars, either of the six men of the years. I, I, I know it's still fresh in your mind, but just... Mm-hmm. What did you take from this? Could you break down what what you think went wrong? Maybe not just even in this game, in this series. Um, I mean, first of all, we should have won the series. To me, we should have won it in five. Um, mm-hmm. We we let them hang around, in even in game five. Um, we were up, I think, 13, 14 points at one point, And we gave them life. And, I mean, they... Also, <laughs> I mean, give them credit as well. They... They battled hard, as as we said before. But um, as soon as you give them one game, give them two games, and I mean, like I said, I mean, I said it to my brother as well. Like I didn't, I really didn't think we'd win Game Seven. They had all the momentum. There was no pressure on them to win. Everybody was, everybody wanted Lakers Clippers. Where's the conference finals? So it was on the Clippers to actually make that happen. So, um, but yeah, yeah disappointing. Um, there's a lot of ways I can go with this in terms of where we're wrong. Um, some you have to pay some blame, of course, on on Doc, um, with rotations, with just it seemed as if when Nuggets went on the run, we just weren't able to get a set offense. You know what I mean? Like we weren't able to run a good set to get ourselves open looks. Some shots were off, which which happens, but yeah, um, there was one or two as instances where you did you passed it around nicely. You got an open three for Paul George in the third. You got another open three mm-hmm. um, for I believe Pat Bev in the third. But it seemed like that was more the players doing that. The players kind of just making extra passes. It didn't seem like there was any action put in place by Rivers or the coaching staff. It was just you're trusting guys to make good decisions, and then that didn't always happen. Yeah, I think that's that's also something which happens when there's not a primary playmaker on the on the team you know um yeah pat bev you know we, we know what he does but playmaking isn't one of them Kawhi has improved Definitely. but he's not to the level of being the the primary playmaker primary playmaker so when yeah. things got rough there wasn't 
um, a point guard necessarily to kind of um, calm calm the play down and yeah. to kind of say let's get an easy bucket. Yeah, to kind of if if you get into a bad action and there's kind of ten to fourteen seconds left, you don't have that guy to pull the ball back out and say, right, guys, reset. Mm-hmm. This is what we're running. Simple pick and roll. That's 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 what really impressed me with the Nuggets is it seemed from the second half when they blew the game out, they just ran the same play again and again. It was just pick and roll, yeah. pick and roll, pick and roll, pick and roll. Murray Jokic, Murray Jokic, and it's like, well, okay, cool. We're gonna drive off it. Okay, if you can't drive, then we're gonna give it to Jokic. He's gonna make a a good pass out wide. If not, he'll shoot it, pick and pop. Like they just trusted themselves to get in the same action and make the right decision each time. Mm-hmm. And with the Clippers, there was just just none of that. And I, I like, I guess you're right in what you say, where the only guy you have that is effectively a playmaker is Lou Will, but he's a playmaker for himself. He isn't gonna drop 10 assists he isn't going to get the offense going he's just going to really get buckets for himself mm. is that not what now I promised that I wasn't going to come here and slander Paul George I did it throughout the first round I did it in um, the playoff preview episode mm-hmm. I don't think he was the biggest culprit for this collapse I don't think he is the most to blame but surely he should be the one then that should be running that point forward he's the one that has experience being the best ball handler on his team mm. is this not where he should step up or where Doc potentially should be doing more to get him involved or to make plays for him? Um, I think it's a bit of both, honestly. Um, Doc, it, it seemed from game five to game seven, when the Nuggets went on a run, we just looked rattled mentally. Like, that was, like, a big problem. So, in the first half, you could be moving the ball about, we're, we're being unselfish, we're making plays for others. As soon as the Nuggets were going a 6 or run, a 7 or run, it just seemed to like we just seemed like we just forgot how to play. So yeah. some of it is on the players for being just not that tough mentally, in my opinion, but some of it's also on Doc to be honest. But also I gotta go back to the six men we have, Lou and Trez, because I mean it wasn't um a great series for them as well. You know, Trez <laughs> I mean, I don't wanna see Trez back if I'm being completely honest wow hot take I mean yeah it's <clears throat> like I mean we know we know Trez's skills you know he's he, he's he plays really hard you know he's he's athletic he's great around the rim but he just has those limitations as a rebounder as um, a defender as a rim protector doesn't really stretch the floor and plus if he's 6'8 or 6'7 however tall he is so yeah Having to play him big minutes against Jokic or if we played AD or something like that. I mean, AD not that much, but... He'd get exposed. Yeah, because Jokic is... Jokic, whenever Jokic saw Trez on the court, his eyes would light up. And he would just... He would shoot freeze over him. He'd post Jokic him up. went at him. He killed him. Went at him. And like I said before, it, like some of it is on Trez, but also you got to put some blame on Doc because yeah. you're seeing... Trez get cooked consistently and you're still going with him so you gotta change something you gotta then, go when they something did change it and they put Kawhi on him yeah. then the Nuggets just switched the action they said right well we'll just keep Kawhi in the corner then we're just gonna keep Jokic in the corner mm-hmm. and we're just gonna run the same action with Millsap and then to be fair Millsap who I've said is the worst contract in the NBA on the Nuggets he really came through yeah use that use his experience me. for sure yeah that you know the sound about Marcus Morris yeah he just talks shit like at the wrong times, and he talks yeah. he talks trash to the wrong people. If he never, if he, games, yeah, if he never talked trash in game five, then Millsap man never gone off. Yeah, and we could have game we five. Really... You lot were winning if you lot hadn't have if he hadn't have 
woke up the beast that is Bielsa <laughs> in that game. Yeah. Maybe you lot win it easily. No one talks about it. Game five is done. We're, we have game one of the finals last night. Yeah, Same I think it would have been... Game two would have been, been... Tomorrow. Or next okay, day. Game... Game two would have been yesterday, I think. Yeah. If we'd won in five. We could have been there. Yeah. But no. Same as he did, same thing he did for the Celtics. Jason Tatum, game seven, dunks all over LeBron to make it like one possession oh, game. Oh, he starts screaming. And then he goes and screams in LeBron's face. And I don't think LeBron missed a shot for the rest of the night. Yeah. you got to realise, <laughs> talk trash to the right people. Yeah. But yeah, def- definitely like you were saying, with Trez, this is interesting to me because I don't watch the Clippers as, as, as passionately as you do. Mm. So I think when you just kind of see stats and see highlights, you're like, oh, Trez, what, what a guy any team would like to have him off their bench. Mm. What you, you made a good point about there is he um, mentally a lot of mistakes and with him and Pat Bev, you have two guys that just play pure heart and that's that's their thing. Obviously, they're skilled players, but they play with heart and they play aggressive. Yeah. Problem with guys that play with their heart is a lot of the time they don't play with their head and Jokic just outsmarted him. It seems like on every matchup they had, if he got aggressive, Jokic just rip up and draw foul. Yeah. Just passing over and passing around him, you know. Jokic had five blocks in the last game, and like three of them were on Harold. What game? Game seven? Yeah, th- four or five blocks. Jesus. Wow. Jokic that can't jump over a phone book <laughs> had four or five blocks. Yeah, yeah, he blocked Trez a couple times in the series. Yeah, stuffed him, and he just, just big body, I guess he wouldn't let Trez go off the ground, but and I think a part of it as well, Trez seemed to be pressing a little bit, like when he got the matchup, it seemed like, he drew a few fouls, but he was like, right, I'm going to have to go back at Jokic on the offensive end. Yeah, and again, and that's he's 6-7, so it's kind of yeah, tough. Yes, you're, you're a big player, but you know, you're know you used to going up in today's NBA. A lot of the matchups he draws, especially playing power forward, not centre, he's going to draw a lot of P.J. Tucker kind of size guys. Mm. Or Jason Tatum, he's going to draw threes, playing fours and fives. Jokic is a grown man. You can't do that to Jokic. Yeah. It's tough for Trez, especially now that he's, he's a free agent now. So before the bubble, he's, people were talking, well, he's going to get... You know, maybe eighty million a year, eighty million over four years or something like that. Yeah. Now, I mean, that probably got cut in half to easily to what nine million, ten million a year. So, I mean, I hope we don't pay it. If I'm being the honest. funniest thing is because he's been bad. That's what I'm there's saying. a better chance he resigns now. Yeah, it's... which is hilarious to me. Yeah. What about Pat Bev, man? Are you do you? Because I feel like you've seen now that you you, you put this team together, which looked like it was going to be the best defensive team in the league mm-hmm. it was a great defensive team the issue was that it was come down the stretch that you guys scored 80 odd points in a game 7 it's not good enough mm. do you think it's time to go out and get an, a legit ball handling scoring point guard like an actual point guard point guard instead of just a defensive pest yeah I, I think I, I still want Pat on the team is if he I mean it's not, <clears throat> I'm sure he can be you know our backup guard but yeah. at the same time having him and Lou, for example, if we were to still keep Lou or trade him, whatever, those guys are both, I think, like six one. So the size um, at the backcourt in terms of for for the bench isn't great. But yeah, a, a yeah. point guard, like an actual playmaker, is probably something that we'd actually um, welcome, in my opinion. Yeah. But also a new coach, probably. But yeah. yeah. We'll get to that. I know exactly how you feel. We'll get onto the Celtics in a bit, but the one thing I think is holding us back is I love our backcourt. But Marcus Smart, a two-guard, he has to start because he's been amazing. Mm. But him and Kemba together, there's as good as a, 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 <clears throat> excuse me, as good of a defender as Marcus Smart is. Yeah. 
limitations. There's only so much you can do when you're six two, six one, six two. You know, and it's it, not that much. Yeah, and even when Smart is defending, for example, the best if he's if the best player on the team is a point guard, Kemba has yeah. to guard at times uh, a guy that's a lot taller than him. That's an even bigger problem, and then you get the kind of the trash three and D wing player is now gonna get the ball and suddenly think, oh, I can I can go and become quiet, I can go and score points yeah, now that, because I've got yeah, post Kemba. Up, on him. Yeah, 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 I can just post him up, and there's Kemba gets a lot of fouls on him. You know, hasn't been in too much foul trouble, but he picks up really cheap like them kind of killer fouls. He's mm. had a couple fouls on threes mm-hmm. and things where he's closing out to bigger guys. He's trying to make an effort to contest. It's just not. It's just not working, man. I did see um, the tweet about two weeks ago that has stuck with me, and it's that uh, some guy said that uh, Marcus Smart is what Pat Beverly thinks he is. Oh, yeah. yeah I and saw that it. made me laugh. Yeah. And it's so true because the way Pat Bevs talks, you would think he makes game winning defensive plays week in, week out. <laughs> it's like you, you make a steal when you're up 10 in the regular season. Relax. You know, you play garbage, man. Relax, Pat Bev. Yeah, it's he airballed a floater. I haven't seen anyone airball a floater with this playoffs. And he airballed a floater. Yeah. And then he made a three before after. And then he made a three. So, <laughs> shouts to him. <laughs> Bro, you got Paul George hitting backboards on corner threes. Yeah. The craziest thing is, like, Paul George, I give him props, he's a great player. But we had a podcast, of course, the podcast we did with our, with our friends at Hoops and ha- the Hoops and Hatricks podcast, and where it was kind of, I was getting a lot of pushback from all three of you saying that Paul George was, was a Finnish guy and that he's Trevor Reza. <laughs> if you had had Trevor Reza out there, and this is the last time I'm slandering him tonight, if you had Trevor Reza out there, he would have done a better job of just standing in the corner and hitting threes. Because that seems like that was all Paul George really did, apart from getting inside a couple of times. He had one or two dumb offensive fouls a couple times he got cooked by Jokic. Mm. But man, if you're gonna if you're gonna commit to just being a three point shooter perfect your craft my guy you can't be hitting the backboard from a corner three you can't do it yeah, you, you give just, your team a the, chance in the second half it seemed like every single shot was short which I mean mm-hmm. isn't isn't an excuse I'm not excusing anything for these guys but that could be somehow fatigue but at the same time you, it's like I said you can't use it as an excuse because Denver yeah. Denver played a game seven already you know they're playing more minutes than us so uh, I think it's definitely that was a bit of fatigue. Yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll give you that. Mm. There was about I've never seen so many threes go in and out as well. Yeah, yeah. Lou had mm. two PJ just ones where it kind of halfway down and bounces back out. Very unlucky, and that will make you even more tired because that's going to demoralize you. Yeah. But as I'm watching it, you know, I'm watching it in the wee hours of the morning. And I'm just every time Paul George got the ball in the corner, I'm just it's a miss. I know it's a miss. <laughs> you know, you have those players where you your heart drops when they catch the ball wide open. Yeah. And you just kind of, like, in your mind, you're like, right, cool, let's just get back on defense. And th- there was none of that with the Clippers. Kawhi is normally the one where he's the one I would fear every shot he takes looks like it's going in. Yeah. Even that, man, there was no fear. And if if there's no fear for people watching, there's definitely no fear for the Nuggets. Did you see um Joker's press conference after, or his interview after Game 6? Mm, no. He got interviewed on the court and he was like, listen, man, I don't care. He's, he basically said, I don't care, the pressure's on them. We're just going to go out and have fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's what that, yeah. He just, he, he, there's no fear. Mm. There's no fear in Kawhi. There's no fear in Pete, uh, no, no fear of Kawhi, no fear of Paul George. And that's why I think maybe you're right, a change in head coach, just a change in mentality, a change in, in culture, this Clippers team could be needed. Yep. Doc Clippers booked you guys a victory dinner before game six and then you man still went on the victory dinner. Shameless. 
he should have been sacked after that. Apparently, <laughs> he asked one of the assistant coaches to book a team dinner, and then the assistant coach was like, "Hey, coach, you know, maybe, maybe we should wait to actually win the series." And then it, apparently he said, "If we lose, we're gonna need it even more." Joke, man. <laughs> yeah, like a farewell, farewell dinner. Yeah, so we needed to get our spirits back up. They were watching, watching football games and betting and this this. Sometimes I get the vibe. I got the vibe of the Celtics days as well, kind of towards the end. The Doc, he likes being liked by his players. And with him being an ex-player, sometimes I feel like it was ugly for a while when he was kind of like he wanted to be GM, coach. Yeah. And he's like, he wants to be the player's best friend as well. Those were the dark days. That sometimes. Those, dark days. Those are real dark days when he was when he was GM as well. And he was, he was making bad, bad decisions. Yeah. Awful trades, just signing all his ex-players. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I think he has such close relationship with his players, sometimes I think too close. Mm. Like he needs to be getting onto them after game five and six. Yeah, like you... he's he's a great man manager and he's a great uh motivator of players. Like I mean that's always been said about him. He's from yeah. KG, Paul Pierce, Ray Allen, all these guys have always said uh C P three, all these guys have already said stuff. They about can't him. say enough good things about him, yeah. Yeah, as as a as a you know, a, a motivator and stuff like that, but when it gets down to it you need to tell your guys, okay, that's this how we need to play better. Like this yeah. is we need to execute and do that stuff. That probably wasn't Definitely. looking back at it, that's probably not what happened for the Lob City era, where it was kind of he didn't really Most definitely he didn't put his foot down. You know, C I'm sure C P was kind of C P likes to control stuff obviously. I'm sure C P was kinda of leading timeouts and leading team huddles and stuff like that. But yeah. at times it's gotta be down it's gotta be down to Doc to say, Okay, yeah, this is what we're running and coach has to step up and be the coach yeah and that's what I don't I feel like losing game 6 blowing a 19 point lead or whatever it may whatever it was <laughs> going out for a team dinner and just kind of chilling with, with your with your players sends the wrong message it needs to be you guys need to go home you need to watch film you need to be back at practice tomorrow or have a day off whatever but you guys need to be focused on nothing but this game 7 and I, yeah wrong message for me I feel like Doc's Doc's days could be numbered because, like I said, you've got PG and Kawhi on the contract. They're going nowhere. You're going to make a change. Yeah. It's got to be It's got to be at the coaching position, man. And the, ro- <coughs> and the role players. And the role players. So right now, because I, I, I love getting your opinion on this because we've never had the Clippers get really this far in since we've been doing this po- uh, in kind of in the time we've known each other. Yeah. yeah. For me to really get um, an opinion on this. Out of the guys on the roster right now, who do you think you want to keep around? For the, how, how long are we talking? Like, like just at least next season. Who do you okay, who do you think um, has played well enough to keep this on the team next season? Kawhi. Um, you can say Paul George. I'll go PG. Yeah. I, I say he's played well, but uh, uh, Zubac, uh, yeah. Pat Bev, Marcus Morris, Jermichael Green. Jermichael Green's been been very nice. I'll, yeah. give, I'll give him that. Uh, Landry Shamut. Uh, let me check out roster real quick. Cause, uh, obviously, there's the, there's the rookies and guys like that who didn't really play as well. Shamut did go down with a sprained ankle. You know that that definitely because yeah. the game, you were winning the game until there. And he he made it free as well when he was while he was limping. Yeah, that was impressive as hell. Yes, yeah, so I say those guys and plus like our rookies and stuff we didn't really play, but yeah, most of the other guys I'm. I'm not really too fast if I don't if I don't see them. Yeah, I hear that, man. It's been a lot of talk on the Clippers because, as great as the Nuggets played, we have to face the fact this is a collapse. This is a choke. Um, it's a huge choke. 
huge choke. And um, something I saw I saw Shannon Sharp say about Le- Le- LeBron James. Of course, I'm going to bring up LeBron when we're talking about two other teams. But yeah. This is what rung true to me is that the reason that no one else can be compared to LeBron is because none of the other stars that people have made cases KD's better than LeBron. Uh, Kawhi's better than LeBron, you know, you've had all kind of different things, you know, of course, Kobe, rest in peace, Mamba back in the day, you know, that comparison was made a lot. Kobe was different, because, um, of course, he was up there with kind of, on a pedestal where people would come for him if they if the Lakers failed. Mm. But I feel like no one gets the level of criticism and the level of pressure and the level of, um, there's another word I'm looking for, but I can't quite find it, but no one else gets put under a microscope like LeBron does. Yeah. If LeBron did what Kawhi Leonard did last night, we would be talking about it for weeks. That's true. We'd be talking about it through the NBA Finals. And that's the problem is everyone wants to be there and praise Kawhi and praise KD when they win a chip and, you know, they carry a team and they play great. But where is um, the criticism? Why aren't they being held accountable like LeBron is? LeBron lost game one to the, the, um, to the Blazers and people were coming for him then. I've heard more backlash, even now. Paul George is being used. If you if you go on Instagram and you go on Twitter, Paul George is the scapegoat for this. And fair enough, he has had some very laughable plays and he has been clowned by a few people. And, you know, he's made things much worse for himself with the way he's acted and the way he's talked. Mm-hmm. And he has not been good enough. But at the end of the day, make no mistake, Kawhi Leonard is the star of this team. Yeah. Paul George is the second option. I need more from Kawhi. And Paul George played better than Kawhi did in that game. Kawhi was that is the worst game of basketball I've ever seen Kawhi Leonard play and I feel like people need to if you want to talk about Kawhi being one of the greatest of all time talk about it fair enough he's been amazing but when he does poorly you need to hold him to the same standard and accountability that you hold people like LeBron James to yeah I'll I'll agree with that too much hate for LeBron man (laughs) but that being said Nuggets make it through They, they, they played amazingly I was wrong about about Jamal Murray I really didn't respect him coming into the bubble. I have never really rated him. <laughs> yeah. And I was talking to some friends about this. And then we kind of came to the um, the conclusion that me and my other boy, who's a Celtics fan, the reason we don't like him is because he tried to get 50 against us like two years ago. Oh, yeah, I remember that game. Yeah. I think either he did get 50 I think or he, he tried to. Four, he tried to. I think he was 48. He got 48 and he jacked up like a shot yeah. with like two seconds left and when he, they were up 20. Then Kyrie just threw the ball. Threw the ball in the stand. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then Kyrie kind of yeah, and that that was when you know we were on we were on Kyrie's side and we we're like ah disgraceful, da, 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 yeah, yeah. shame on. <laughs> yeah, I think ever since then I've had a bit of uh, distaste for him. But man, he proved me wrong. He is, he is a killer, yeah, absolute he's, killer. He's, he's grown into a real star. Yeah, he <clears> made <throat> me want to go out and buy a a wristband like a sweatband. Oh, the thing he's yeah, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. He just started wearing it. I don't know why when he puts them little floaters up and them little mid-ranges little fades mm. it just looks so nice with the wristband and I wonder what powers <laughs> this wristband has given him and I might need to buy one see first it was the uh, the Trez cry headband and now it's going to be the yeah the Damari Damari wristband yeah the only thing I don't like about the Nuggets doing well is I have to keep pronouncing his name for the um, for the foreseeable future and there are some names that just don't sound right in a British accent Jamal yeah, kind of. Do I say Jamal or do I say Jamal? I just yeah, it doesn't yeah. sound right either way I say it. <laughs> and I feel like I always get onto kind of the reason. One of the reasons we wanted to make this podcast first was because we were like, we don't like hearing some of the kind of the British voices that talk about basketball. We think we could do a better job. Mm-hmm. But 
I sound like those guys when I say his name because <laughs> it just sounds so wrong. And anyone that's listen, any American listening to this podcast is gonna be like, well, "What the hell are these British guys talking about?" Mm. Jamal, yeah. Jamal Murray. <laughs> oh. But yeah, anyway, wish him all the best. What do you see happening in this um, this Lakers Nuggets final? Um. Uh, yeah, I'm, I, to be honest, I see the Lakers winning. Um, yeah, me too. Yeah, me too. After all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, I don't think it's a, I don't think it's anything that Denver's doing really. I don't think it's gonna be like fatigue or anything. I think it's just the Lakers are just gonna be aggressive. They're gonna want it more. They're gonna come out with that that sense of urgency that that the Clippers lacked um, yeah. at certain in certain games against the Nuggets and stopping LeBron, stopping AD. It's it's gonna be a tough task for Denver. I think I think, I think, I think sorry, go on. they're gonna stop. They're gonna stop AD. I think Jokic is playing the best basketball of his life and he can stop AD They're gonna he's much team. improved on defence they are and I can see him definitely getting the Laker bigs in foul trouble whether it be uh, AD or whether it be um, Howard and McGee he's definitely gonna get guys in foul trouble just once again who guards LeBron yeah it's, it's probably gonna have to be Grant or yeah. you'll probably see you could, Millsap do a job or Tory Millsap's Craig. gonna try yeah. they're gonna they've got a lot of guys who have a lot of heart but you know the way Paul George has been playing where he kind of he hasn't he's been off the ball so you can put a Murray on Paul George when he's in the Paul corner George. because um, I'm talking about for the Clippers series. Oh, Sorry. okay, okay. In the Clippers series, you can get away with putting Murray or Craig on Paul George because a lot of the time, all they're doing is contesting catch-and-shoot threes. Mm-hmm. LeBron isn't going to be in the corner. LeBron's running point for that team. You need someone big and physical, but also quick enough to get in front of him. Millsap's big enough, but he's not fast enough. Mm-hmm. Murray and um, Craig and Har- um, what's the other guy? Harris. Harris, yeah, yeah. Is it Harris? I'm not talking about. Oh, the guy for the um the Nuggets. Gary Harris, yeah, Gary Harris, yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. Sorry, yeah. Gary Harris. All very good defenders and very quick, but just not big. You can't stop LeBron. Mm. You can't if you want he'll post drop every time yeah. off the dribble. Like it's nothing. But once again, LeBron is a bad matchup. I think he's gonna exploit what Kawhi and Paul George didn't, and that is the Nuggets being a weak on ball defensive team. Mm. But I give the Nuggets a game, I say the Nuggets Losing five, yeah, five is probably Although, my prediction as well. That's all five. But then we know what the nugget, what happens to the Nuggets when they get three one in down. a game five. Yeah. yeah, the the big thing for me is rest as well. Like, yeah, Jokic looked exhausted. Mm. He deserves some credit for the shape he's gotten himself into, and he's proven now he can play big minutes and he can you know he's improved his body a lot. They've played four more games than the Lakers have. Yeah, yeah. So they've basically played an extra series. Mm. It's crazy. Um, yeah, no real chance there. I think Lakers, uh, their pathway to the finals has been made a, a slight amount smoother. But we'll see. Don't write the Nuggets off, you know. Yeah, I mean, 3 1. If they do 3 1 three years, three times in a row, yeah. that would be crazy. But I just don't You see didn't it. pick the um, the Jazz in the first series. Now, you picked the Thunder in the first series, didn't you? I picked Thunder over Rockets. Yeah, but, and that was close. Yeah. And I picked Pacers over Heat. Oh my god, I should be sad. <laughs> Ah, oh, that was crazy. To be fair, I, I, I realised as soon as I said it that was a mistake. And now, I don't know what you think, but Heat are the hottest team in the playoffs right now to me. They're 9-1. They're mm. yeah, yeah, crazy they're impressive. Building off momentum, for sure. They've got just... The one thing the Clippers kind of missed, and um, this is what separates the Bucks as well from them, where the Bucks have... The Bucks are probably as talented, if not more talented, team than Miami. 
But Miami just has dogs. I want to say dogs. I mean, guys like Hero, just big ones. Yeah. He's got big ones. Like, <laughs> he just wants the ball in crunch time and he wants to take shots and he doesn't care if he misses, you know? Rookie. Jay Crowder as well. Rookie. Mm. Jay Crowder, none. Um, Iguodala hit like two corner threes. I'm like, what the hell does Iguodala like? That's a. I'm I'm saying great great possession forced the ball to take it down in the corner. Mm-hmm, yeah. He's hitting big shots. Duncan Robertson played like four minutes the entire game. <laughs> Walks in, hits a three from like forty feet in game one. Yeah, but they just have so many guys who believe in themselves and believe in what they do. Look at look at Bam, Jason Tatum. We're gonna get to this, but Jason Tatum is driving to the rim. He's beat Butler. He's going up to dunk all over anyone, mm-hmm. and Bam just says, "No, I'm gonna go for that." Bam that believed was, he could get that. That was crazy. That hurt my... That, that's the, the main reason I stayed up to watch your game is because I just... You just couldn't, couldn't believe it. I was, I was so rattled. <laughs> I'm getting chills thinking about it now. I still feel yeah. pain in my chest. That was a great Thinking bro. about... That is I mean, Boston, the best... Yeah. Defensive play. Bar LeBron on Iguodala. And Magic Johnson agrees with me on Twitter because I tweeted out that that was the best defensive play I've ever mm. seen bar the LeBron one and then Magic tweeted five minutes later so Magic Johnson definitely approves of the hoop so he definitely saw it and um, and reworded it let's copy it but yeah you, you were saying so? yeah I was saying about just the game I think Boston really should have closed out in in, in the fourth quarter I mean they got outscored by 12 um, it was yeah. kind of like the the Raptors series in some cases where you were up big at one point whether it was the start of the second half or, or the end of the third and just weren't able to really close it out. So 100%. Some, that's some the of issue. it was on uh, Jalen Brown didn't have his best game. Uh, Kemba's was definitely didn't have one of his best games as well. So nope. getting Hayward back eventually, whenever, I don't know what game yeah. it's going to be when Hayward comes that's back. Gonna be, that's going to be, I think help. it's probably going to be game three or four. I don't think they're going to rush it too much. Okay. I think we're in an okay position, but definitely. Hayward is like, I'd call him like the zone breaker. Because he's that guy who, like, if they play in his own, he's the one that's kind of patient enough where he'll just go through and take a mid-range. None of the guys, apart from Kemba, really, and Tatum somewhat, mm. have reliable mid-range jump shots. Brown does, but he doesn't shoot many of them. That, that annoys me a bit. But, yeah, once again, we had an eight-point lead. Fair enough, they hit some unbelievable shots. Like, Hero had, like, a double pump three, which he hit when they were down five or two minutes to go. Butler's three in the corner. Yeah, yeah. That's as good a defense as you can play almost. And after, it just felt like game three against the Raptors where, you know, OG hits that crazy shot. Um, it just felt like, damn, no matter what we do, we have big shots hit against us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But as you said, um, make no mistake, coming into a quarter, the fourth quarter with an eight-point lead, to lose is not good enough. There needs to be more solid play. It needs to be better, I think. Brad Stevens is going to definitely go, and I trust him to, to sort out the rotations because I think towards the end of the game, um, the lineups could have been better. I think that obviously Kemba hit a big shot. If Kemba's cold, he needs to get brought out. End of the day. Yeah, either brought out or no, just um, or, put in the corner, really. I mean, I feel, yeah, I feel or like. Put in the corner. There were times where I felt like Tatum, I don't remember, I think it was near the end of the fourth, where Kemba had an ISO, and I think it was Jimmy, and. Tatum really could have got the ball. Like Kemba, yeah. Kemba didn't ever go in, and um, he made a bad decision. But I think yeah. I think he tried to iso Adebayo. I think Bam is yeah. like he's Bam's one of the best. He's one yeah. of the more, one of the most versatile defenders. You gotta realize Bam isn't any old big man. Yeah. you can do that against the mm. flipping Byron Mullins, or you can do that <laughs> against any other. 
Shout out Byron Munns. He was so crap with the Clippers. <laughs> I remember, I remember Byron Munns. That was like six years ago. Yeah, but let's nah. be honest. It's normally like the seven foot tall white dude mm-hmm. who kind of, that's who Kemba and PG or, or sorry, uh, uh, Chris Paul, CP or other want to get and they want to do some dribbles and then fake him out and then do that. Mm-hmm. You can't do that to Bam. Yeah, Bam, Bam is yeah. legit. Bam's different when it comes to that. Yeah, we got stripped a couple of times down the end. Tatum got stripped once as well. They were doing a great job of uh, trapping at the top with their yeah. zone. Mm-hmm. And that's where it just seemed like every time Kemba would get the ball and he'd like fake, fake um, kind of jab step, jab step, fake shot, pass it out, five seconds are gone. He just seemed a bit hesitant. Very hesitant. That's the mm. problem. Like, Kemba, you're, we brought you in because we believe you're a closer, you're a big player. Mm. Take the shot. Yeah. If, if they're playing a zone, you're at the top of the key and Tatum dishes it to you and he gets doubled. Mm. So many times he was dribble, dribble, dribble. Just shoot it. Yeah. Shoot it or go at a hole. We did a great job of drawing fouls, and then it seemed like the last few minutes we just stopped taking it inside and settled for threes. Tatum is gonna is gonna uh, come good. He had a great game. He was people are gonna remember the two missed shots he had at the end, mm. and he nearly made one at the end of overtime when he picked the ball off. The yeah, floor. yeah, that was that was a crazy shot that went That was I really believed that was going in for a hot second, but um, once again we've had big shots hit against us, and I feel like. The Heat can't continue to do that, so it's going to be a great series. That was for me. That was the best playoff game I've seen in a long time. Yeah, that that was really big shots, great defensive plays. There was that Robert Williams block. That was like I think in the what was in the third quarter. I think yeah, just chase down Dragic. Because like, I think it was either Kemba or Tatum that got blocked on the other end, mm. and it was a block, and then it came back to to Time Lord who blocked that one as well. That was the most competitive game of basketball I've seen, and. The reason every neutral should want the Celtics to get through to the um, the finals is because we have great games. You look at that Raptor series, man. It's true, yeah. Almost every one of those games, except Game 5, was a classic. There were some great games there. And uh, Game Where one. do you see this? And Game 1, yeah. Oh, you know Game 1, yeah. I could have But um, mm. Games 3 especially. Games 3, Game 6. Great games. Even Game 7. Amazing games. Um, where do you see this, this series going now? Because obviously the Heat have surprised a lot of people. They surprised me and I'm guessing surprised you a lot by beating the Bucks. Um where do you see this going? Um I still I picked Boston before the series. Uh I'm still as I said, I said Boston six. I'm I'm mm-hmm. I'll probably go Boston seven now. Uh, yeah. I still kinda of believe in Boston to win. Us winning four out of five is not looking likely because this 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 heat team if they get hot they could drop forty points in a quarter so easily. Mm-hmm. And their rotations on defence are incredibly fast. Yeah. We're known for being a very good three point um kind of smothering team, smothering the other team's three point line. They get beat and then they get back. They recover so quickly, it's unbelievable. Um I think this is gonna be a, an amazing series. I think the Heat wins seven. Okay. But that's right now. Depending on Hayward comes back, it can make this series very different. But right now man, they are just Jimmy Buckets take over. Yeah. Game two, game two is a big game. Game two is a huge game. I think if we lose that, it's not done, but it's very unlikely. And I think, like you said, if we win that, it becomes five game series. I can definitely see us winning that with um, Hayward coming back. I really kind of I had. This is the problem. Sometimes I feel like I jinx us. Like mm-hmm. I came into this kind of. I knew we were doing the podcast yesterday. I was kind of planning things. I was looking into little kind of things to talk about. And the heartwarming story of Deuce being allowed out of quarantine back in the bubble. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I texted my boys I was like listen Tatum's going to score 40 tonight because Deuce <laughs> is back and yeah. he's happy mm-hmm. 
And then how dare you, bam, the disrespect to block a man in front of his son. Yeah, yeah, he should, yeah. <laughs> I'm so grateful that Deuce isn't old, old enough, enough to understand yeah. <laughs> or to really on? know what's going on. But in 5, 10, 20 years' time, Tamer's going to have to explain what happened to him there. Because I still don't know. Did you see Bam's wrist? Yeah, it legit went, yeah. It was like... It was backwards. Yeah. It was like, do you remember looked, the, the, the block Roy Hibbert had? A couple, he was like, a couple years ago. He had that, it was similar to like when he, what he did to Carmelo. It like yeah. legit went, it was on the rim and it just like kind of bent back. Yeah. It was great block. And it's like, it's kind of like a spring action where his wrist yeah. went back and it flicked yeah. forward. And then it but this one was, Bam's one was better because the power that Tatum was coming with was crazy. So for Bam People to forget live. how athletic Tatum is. Like Tatum can throw down mm. when he wants to. And yeah. he, what I love about Tatum is he always saves it for like late game, big game. Yeah. He don't be thrown down <laughs> in the second quarters. But like, I feel like that could have even been a goaltend in the sense that it looked like Bam's hand went back into the rim. It was a, it was such a wild, and he the pushed it, he pushed it back down. as well. It was, that was yeah. crazy. He had the strength to, Bam, to push it back. Bam well. isn't that big. Bam's like six nine. Yeah. Bam is maybe an inch or two taller than Tatum to get up there, and the fact he came off the help, like Jimmy got beaten, that could have he could let it go. Probably the best thing there to do if you're the coach, or even saying we're up two. Just don't contest it. If he gets through, don't foul him. Because mm-hmm. if he makes an and one there, we win the game. The what you're telling them to do probably is okay. Just, just, just if he gets by you, get ready to play offense again. Um, there is no quit in the heat, man. That block was disgusting. <laughs> Even Jalen didn't react. Jalen could have got the board off the block. You and Jalen's just, just looking. Like, just in shock. <laughs> what the hell happened? <laughs> man, I, my only thing is why doesn't Tatum do that earlier in the games? If you can do that, do it to start the fourth when we're up eight and just crush their spirits or go in there. As soon as that happened, man, momentum changed. Oh, what a game, man. I think this could be an all-time series. I say Heat 7, you're saying Celtic 7. Yeah. Either way, we're going to have a big one. So we're looking like a Heat and Lakers final. I am out of that. Yeah, that's, that's pretty good. That would be fun, you know. Not many people expect the Miami to go to the final. No so. one expected. I didn't expect Miami to get past. First round. First round. <laughs> oh, I still can't believe that, man. Um, yeah, I think. And if it gets to the finals, I, I would pick the Heat over the Lakers. Yeah, I can't go Lakers for that one. LeBron. Iguodala's the LeBron stopper. Oh, yeah. Iggy, yeah. Iggy getting to another finals. That's pretty, that's pretty good. Good for Iggy. That's what he's fifth straight. Yeah. He's a, he's a, he's a fraudulent individual and I hate him, but good for him, you know. That's pretty good. He should be ashamed of himself, man. The way the way he forced away out of Memphis, he should be ashamed of himself, but also proud of himself because he made the right he made the right decision. <laughs> he did, you know, yeah, he defeated. Yeah. Shouts to Jay Crowder as well. There's a few Celtics on this Heat team, you know. You got Jay Crowder and you got um, uh, Kelly Olynyk as well. Who's like I'm mm. conflicted because I love these guys and I love what they do. Just quick side note as well, going into the um, the West Conference Finals. Mm. Miles Plumlee is the worst backup center in the league. Yeah, he's terrible. Yeah, he's god awful. He's getting cooked by Trez. That's how you know it's bad. Yeah, I see. Jokic was just standing there. They had to take a timeout just to get Jokic back in. Yeah, Please whenever tra- this guy throughout the series, whenever whenever Jokic came off, Plumlee came on. It was just run pick go and rolls. Run go at Plumlee. He's gonna foul you. He's gonna give oh up fouls. Oh my god, Trez just yeah, Trez like you can see if they were at school, Trez is taking his lunch money every day. Like Trez <laughs> just bullied him. Oh, bullied him. Days. Yeah, that, that was. 
Yeah, but you know how bench guys are normally when you come off the bench, you don't play big minutes, so you normally specialize in one thing. Mm-hmm. Like the Heat have Olenek who just shoots threes. You know, we have Cantu just offensive rebounds. Mm-hmm. Time Lord is just athleticism blocks. Yeah. What does Plumley do? He, he he's like a bit of everything, but he's not good at. <laughs> he's not good at. He's a bit of everything, but he's a master of nothing. Yeah. He's, he's, but he's he can't a, shoot. Decent passer for his for his position, but that's honestly about it. Yeah. I'd say. Even then, coming two turnovers. His three. <laughs> he has the worst looking free throw I've ever seen. Have you seen his free throw? His free throw is terrible. It's so flat it, as well, and it's like a it's hitch. It's the flattest shot, yeah. and he throws it so hard. Mm. And one of them went in. Yeah, I don't yeah, know yeah. how the hell one of them went in. Hit, He's got no excuse. Literally had no arc. It was just no flat arc. Line. Yeah. He's just tall enough where he could throw it straight and it could yeah. somehow go in. If he was six three, <laughs> could you imagine? Jokic is out here shooting like seventy percent, eighty percent from free throw. He has no excuse. Yeah. Go watch what Jokic does and get better. Yeah. But yeah, that is that is gonna hurt them going forward in the next few years. They need to get someone who can just give something mm. when Jokic goes to the bench because God he is <laughs> And I used to think he was the good one. Then Mason. I, know, I mean he's the only, he, yeah. he's the only one still in the league, so he yep. I think he's the. I think he's the best one, which is sad. Yeah, because they're they're the fat one that played for the Bucks for. A yeah, bit. Miles Plumley. Yeah. But yeah. Then you got Marshall Plumley, who's he went to the Navy. Oh God. <laughs> they all suck. <laughs> they all suck. How can three brothers potentially make the league and all of them suck? Like if you're good, like at least the Atenta Compost have one that's amazing. Yeah, that's true. Oh man, the Van Gundys had two good coaches. They are. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> Stephen Adams' sister does like Olympics yeah. or whatever. They are the worst sports family I've ever heard of. The they still suck. Get him out of the league ASAP. Useless. Useless. <laughs> the worst sports family. It makes family. me mad because the worst sports family in the history of sports. I hate them. But oh man. It just rattles me because I'm, I'm 6 0. And I know for a fact if I was 7-0, I'm a better basketball player than he is. <laughs> and so are you. Oh, it's dead, like. Oh, I guess. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, yeah. And, and I'm glad I got some smiles out of you, man. It's been a tough day. I'm yeah, glad I got some smiles yeah, out of you. Anyway, competition. So, so far, I believe we have had... Uh, I've registered all the, um, the entries on Twitter. Mm-hmm. So we have, uh, I believe either 18 or 19 entries so far on Twitter and then a few more on Instagram once again guys uh, competition is for a Nike NBA jersey of your choice from the Nike website competition winner is going to be announced game one of the NBA finals if you would still like a chance to enter retweet or quote tweet our pinned tweet on Twitter which is going to be this new podcast now so we'll count entries on this podcast and the previous podcast get out there Listen, share the podcast to be in with a chance of entering. Same on Instagram. If you post it to your story at Hoop Dreams Podcast, at us, we will see it. Register your interest. That is coming. That announcement will likely be made on either Twitter or Instagram. Uh, game one of the NBA Finals, which we see being uh, maybe Celtics Lakers, could be, maybe yeah, Heat could Lakers. Be, could be Heat Lakers. But definitely the Lakers. So, does LeBron get another ring? Just quick yes, no? Yeah, I think, yeah. Fourth ring for LeBron. That's, that's my prediction. If if he does, does that make him the goat? No. Nah, nah, nah. I, I wouldn't. What do you want him to do? Nah, well, another day. We'll get into that another day. That's, oh, okay, we'll another, get into day. another day. What do people want him to? Do? <laughs> uh, this is the problem. People that, that get onto LeBron, or not get onto him, but say he's not the goat. It's like people that don't believe in ghosts or aliens. 
They're always like, ah, oh, there's no proof. And then someone brings a bit of proof. And, ah, nah, it's not, it's not the right proof, though, is it? Ah, oh, it's not good enough. What do you... Proof. Ah, you need to do it. Ah, you need to do it where you're leading the team. Ah, it goes to Cleveland. Ah, now you need to do it again. Okay, go to LA. Ah, nah. That's always... Nah, nah, nah. Come on, man. LeBron will prove that he is the GOAT as he beats my Celtics or the Miami Heat. No, no, Heat will win. But if my Celtics make it there, I think LeBron will do the business. We are very excited. Guys, make sure you stay tuned. Keep up to date of our socials. We're going to be tweeting out a lot of live stuff during games. Um, Obviously, competition results coming very soon. We will be in contact with whoever the lucky winner is. Guys, once again, thank you all for joining us. Commisera- commiserations to my boy Chikuni yeah, it's, it's, and his Clippers. It's, uh, rough times right now, but... I'm sure we'll be doing another episode in a week or two where you can say this to me, but... Yeah, I mean, yeah, it, it, it won't, be as, won't be as sad, I'm sure, but... Yeah. Oh, I'm playing with house money now. I'm just proud we made it to the finals. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Minute, you so. beat the defending champs, so, I mean, it ain't that bad. I keep, I keep, I can't believe they're really the defending champs. Yeah, yeah let's celebrate that. that. Didn't feel like it, but, <laughs> and you know what? Kawhi got as far as they did. That's true. Yeah. Just something to think about, guys, as you go into your the rest of your day off listening to our podcast. Ah, that hurts. The grass may not always be greener. Yep. Appreciate what you have, Kawhi Leonard. <laughs> <laughs> that is it, guys. Thank you all for joining us. Uh, have a great day. Have a great week, and we will see you all very soon who do you say goodbye to the people goodbye guys uh, Clippers need to make some changes fire doc <laughs> fire doc hashtag fire doc guys get it don't resign Trez <laughs> hashtag do not resign Trez <laughs> hashtag pandemic P peace out people peace out